Welcome to Being Self-Centered. I'm your host, Corey Hawks-Sitch. I want you to learn about who you are from deep within, to explore your own philosophies and design a life that you love. So give yourself permission today to discover with me how you can be self-centered. There is a fundamental belief and law that we all uphold. That is, who we are according to the group is who we are. This is where we get our self-identity. If we are worthy, if we are unworthy, if we are an asset, if we are a liability, if we are a problem. Who we are is dependent and determined on the evaluation of the group or the environment that we're in. We're pack animals. It makes sense that this is a natural law because there's safety in numbers. If we are causing threat to the group, it will automatically police itself. It will automatically correct itself. And we will very quickly be determined the problem. And as pack animals, we are safe when we are together. We are stronger when we are aligned, when we are devoted to the same cause, when we are in alliance with each other, when we have gathered arms together, we have a better chance of surviving. We have a better chance of protecting ourselves against other enemies. In this space of alliance, we feel love. We feel unity. We feel connection. We feel togetherness. We feel like we belong and we feel safe. In the safety that the group provides, what happens is that we start to evolve our individuality because we are feeling safe, and so we get creative. We get curious. We start to contemplate. How does this work? How could we do things differently? Our ideas, our imagination, our the way we put our puzzle pieces together starts to manifest and become investments into the group. But what happens is that there's a boundary line in the group. As long as our creativity is for what is determined the better of the group, it is acceptable, but but there's an invisible boundary line. And when we our individuality approaches that boundary line, the group instantaneously senses threat and it moves into emergency lockdown. We are constantly testing for the threat. Is this, is what you're bringing the group evolution or treason? Is who you are or how you process things or your perspective, the way you speak up, the way you contribute, the way you hold back, Does this enhance our safety or is this mutiny? So our individuality is very strictly policed around whether or not we will be contributors to the group and whether or not we can morph ourselves in a way that makes the group pleased with us. And so it doesn't take very long, and especially when your lifeline is the group, to start to realize, oh, this is who I am. 
The people say that this is who I am, and so this is who I am. Good or bad, it is determined by the evaluation of the group who we are. Well, what if you are in an unhealthy pack? Which, come on, we kind of all are. (laughs) What if we come from an unhealthy pack? What if we've recreated an unhealthy pack? Whether it's a work environment, whether it's a country, whether it's a collection of religious alignments, whether it's a family, whether it's a community. What if we're part of an unhealthy pack? And how do you know? How do you know if you're part of an unhealthy pack? Well, the first sign of an unhealthy pack is they don't want evolution. They want things to stay the way things were. Change is not a friend. And there is a fear-driven law. When we are fearful, we are on high alert for threat. We're very anxious. We are quick to judge. We are quick to eliminate. We are quick to gather. We are quick to align. Because when there is a scent in the air of threat, we will immediately go into lockdown and go into evaluation We don't want to evolve. We don't want to grow. We don't want to consider possibilities. We want to stick with what we know because it's saved us so far. So when you are in this unhealthy pack and you are bringing forward possibilities, you're a threat. And so when when the pack starts to feel threat, it immediately goes hunting. Where is the problem? You know, when you're in the forest, and your spidey senses are tingling, your fear is on high alert, something's not right, and you start looking, 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 looking. It's dark. Is that a stump? Is it a bear? What, what is that? How do I evaluate that? Oh, good. It's a raccoon. But we, we look at the raccoon and we miss the bear. But there's relief in finding the raccoon. Because we have found the threat, we can terminate the threat and go back to safety. And so especially in a, in a highly intense, hyper-vigilant, unhealthy group, they will look for anything to be the threat because it brings relief. They need to terminate the threat. So what happens if we are the threat or our de- ideas are the threat or our questions or our challenges or even just the way we show up becomes a threat to what they know and love, then we will either have aggressive termination or passive elimination. So aggressive termination is they will be punishing you for the challenge. What you'll hear are things like, that's not the way we do things here. If this happens again, these will be the consequences. I guess that you just can't align with us, and so we're just going to have to go our separate ways. There's going to be threats of elimination. There's going to be non-negotiable discussions, lots of shame and blaming. The passive elimination is the way that they will cancel you out if you challenge. You're going to hear things like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. Or you're going to hear that 
toxic positivity. Just keep trying. You're almost there. If you are in the aggressive termination or you're being passively eliminated, you're the problem. It keeps coming back to however they go around it. The ultimate goal is that you're the problem. Here's what's really important to understand. Evolution requires problems. Sit on that for a moment. Evolution requires problems. So in an unhealthy pack that doesn't want evolution, you presenting problems will make you the problem and they will they will terminate that threat. So then when we get to this place where, okay, you're the problem, what is the benefit of that? Well, there's huge benefits to this. It is an enormous relief to everyone, including yourself. Finally, we found the target and it wasn't that hard to find. It was the person that was bringing in the creativity, or it was the person that was bringing in a new idea, or it was the person that was going against what we've done before. We don't want the evolution. If you were promoting evolution, you are the problem. And so the benefit is they found the problem. They found the threat. So they're going to either terminate it or eliminate it. But whatever it is, it's out. It's gone. Everyone else in the group is blameless. There's no accountability. There's no responsibility because you're the problem. This brings so much relief. Oh, thank God. I'm not the problem this time. It's their problem this time. You're the problem, not me. But how can it be a benefit to us? It's actually more of a benefit to us to be the problem than it is to the group. Here's the dark side of this. When we are the problem, our feelings are validated. Even though they're validated in a negative way, they're validated. We have a voice. We have attention. And we have an alliance because ultimately, they are still trying to bring us into the group. Even if we're the problem, they're trying to correct us so that we can stay in the group. There's a deep twist in there that if I'm the problem and everybody works on me being the problem, that shows that they want me to stay. They want to correct me. They want to solve me. But they want me to stay. Another benefit to being the problem in a group is that we get to control the offense. We get to deactivate the attack by luring it in to focus on us. It might be a protection mechanism. It might be a way that we are deflecting or decoying so they don't see that other thing that we don't want them to see. Whatever it is, it's our way of controlling the fire. We want to bring that in and put that energy onto us. We also become... The problem that can be solved, we can solve that. We know who we are. We know what our strengths and weaknesses are. We know the way that we work in the group and the way we don't work in the group. They have taught us well. We have skills around that. We have great evaluation systems built in. We are very well trained to be the problem so we can solve it. 
Well, when we solve it, we've rectified this. We are the ones with the testimony of how we had fallen, but got ourselves back up. We worked hard and we became better for love, for the group, for the cause. And here's an even deeper layer. Here's where we start to manipulate the group so that we can be the problem. Because when we are the problem, we lure the group and we pull them in to our dominance. It's our way of manipulating and controlling the group to go our way so that we won't be left behind. And in this space of being a problem, we aren't responsible. We aren't accountable because we're already the problem. The expectations have dropped enormously. Or we have moved the situation so that the expectations are something we don't mind being punished for. There's a really dark ulterior motive that sits here when we try and be the problem in a group. And you will be shocked to find how often we do this to ourselves. Okay, so if we aren't the problem, then how do we navigate through this chaos or the pressure or the conflict that's happening or the resistance of us showing up in a group in a way that is not easily absorbed? What if we are participating in evolution that's bringing irritability? What if we are showing up in our evolution for the group that is bringing that rough edge and causing the ecosystem to go out of balance? If we aren't the problem, then what's the problem? How do we go about doing this? Here's the thing. You might be a problem. We're not going to absolve ourselves in the delusion that we are flawless or that we are not the instigators or agitators. You might be a problem. The way you think, the way you feel, the way you behave may be problematic. It may be producing results that you don't want, that aren't actually working in your favor, or are taking you away from what you are trying to achieve. This is a problem. Maybe the tasks that you're working on don't align with your strengths, but rather focus on your weaknesses. This may be a problem. The way you're doing things is a problem. Your creativity, your curiosity, your contemplation, all of these things might be actually causing chaos and crisis for yourself. There might be tension and turmoil because of a problem that you are bringing. You might be a problem. You might be a problem to yourself. The way you betray yourself, the way you attack yourself, the way you sabotage yourself, the way you talk to yourself. You might be a problem to the evolution that you are trying to achieve, but you are not the problem. You may also be their problem. (laughs) We've all been here. When you are someone else's problem, 
You don't belong with them. You aren't aligned with their agenda the way they want things to be done. And there is incredibly deep, painful suffering in the grieving of understanding this. And in order to bypass that deep grieving, it's easier to be the problem. But the truth is, is that we might be their problem. And if we're their problem, there isn't much that we can do to solve it. We can have understanding, we can have compassion, we can jump into the analysis, but we have to be very careful because we are built in a way to align to the group. So it's very easy for us to slip over into being the problem when actually we're just their problem. We're just trying to achieve different things. We're trying to go in different ways. Our needs and our desires are different from theirs. And this causes a threat. And this causes us to all believe perhaps we are the problem because that's a lot easier to solve. You might be their problem, but you aren't the problem. You aren't the problem. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. All of this shit is just secondary negotiations on how we all are trying to share space on this earth together. The way we are organizing morality, the way that we are evaluating our ethics, the way we are upholding our values, the way we are inheriting traditions, all of the, this is all just secondary bullshit to how we are trying to survive being here on earth together. Because if we do it together, we'll be safe. So when we go into this space of I'm the problem, we are bringing with us an entire human race throughout the centuries that are trying to figure out the best way to strategize for utmost survival while we're here. We aren't the problem. (laughs) You aren't the problem. When we are self-centered, we can be in a group and understand that that group, that tribe, that family, that community that cluster of friends, that religious congregation, that political alignment, that cause, that group of collaborators, those colleagues, they don't define who we are. Who we are is so much more than the problems of the group. We are not responsible for the problems that the group is experiencing. That isn't all on us. And we have to be very, very careful because that dark side is a really delicious invitation to be the problem. Everybody wants us to be the problem. We want us to be the problem. And to be centered in who we are takes a lot of work where we can be rooted deeply and know That we might be a problem, we might be their problem, but we aren't the problem. 
So next time you start to feel that tension coming, that agitation coming, um, the threat of chaos or crisis, or you start to feel your opponents getting in closer and they're starting to bring offense, whether it's in loving correction or whether it's in aggressive punishment, here's what I want you to think. How I'm thinking and feeling and behaving, is that a problem? Is that a problem for me? And it's okay if it is. It's okay if it is. If the way I'm doing this is a problem, I'll solve it. If I'm being self-destructive, if my mind doesn't match the thought process that's required for the task, if my feelings are getting in the way of me being successful in this moment, if my behavior patterns keep throwing a wrench into what I'm trying to achieve, that's okay. Those are problems. The way I'm doing things is definitely a problem, but I can solve that. The other thing I want you to have a look at is how I'm thinking and feeling and behaving. Is this their problem? Are they the ones that are having a problem with how I'm doing things? Maybe I don't think it's a problem, but it becomes my problem when the people I care about are taking offense to it, or they're defensive to it, or they are trying to manipulate my alignment with them. Is this their problem? And that's okay too. It's okay if it's their problem. I can participate in the creativity in solving their problem that they have with me. I can leave them to their problem. And the last thing I want you to look at is how I'm thinking and feeling and behaving is not the problem. And that's okay too. It's okay if I'm not the problem. There's going to be a lot of antagonism here. There's going to be a lot of unrest. There's going to be so much grieving. But it's okay if I'm not the problem. It's okay if I'm actually pretty great. It's okay if I don't match the group. I don't need to take on the burden and the responsibility of writing all of the human race. I am not the problem. I'm going to show you what that looks like. Here's here's an example of what this looks like in my life. I'm too much, and this is a problem. I'm too much. I am too intense. I'm too emotional. I'm too deep. I'm too complicated. I'm too enthusiastic. I'm too energetic. I'm too lazy. I'm I'm too much. I even, I can burn water. (laughs) So many times in my life, I have fundamentally believed that that being too much, that makes me the problem. I'm the problem because I'm too much. I'm, I'm too much. I'm the problem. But here's where this switches over. I'm a problem in being too much. My mind can overcomplicate a situation where I get myself so tangled up, I can't find my way out. That's a problem. My emotions can get the better of me where I can't even finish an important sentence because my throat is closing in. That's a problem. 
I love so deeply, it can cripple me. That's a problem. But I can solve that problem when I need to. And would I rather be less? Fuck no. Do sometimes I need to be less? Oh yeah. Do sometimes I need to have better stewardship over my muchness? Oh yeah. Way more often than I think. But am I the problem because I'm too much? Hell no. I'm too much and so I am their problem. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, I've, I've seen this a lot. And I'm still in this position. And I will always be in this position. That my too muchness is their problem. It is a problem for them. The way I speak, the way I think, the way I feel, the way I do things, it's a problem for them. I am their problem. I'm okay with that. I can solve for that. I know that I can't go flying into this kind of group with all the shit that's in my head. It's too much. It's an unkindness to the people that I want to connect with. That's a problem for them. I'm going to help them solve that because I want them to hear what I have to say. Some people, it's their problem. I don't even want to help them solve that problem except by removing myself from their space. This is my solution to their problem with my too muchness. But is me being too much the problem? No. No. I'm not the problem. And you, my friend, you are not the problem. Stop trying so hard to be the problem, even though that there's so many benefits in there, even though that's what you've been taught, even though that this is the way of things, even though it's way scarier to not be the problem. You are not the problem. What does that feel like in your body? How does your mind move around in that possibility? What feelings bubble up? How do you want to do things if this was true, that you are not the problem? How does your center self root down and navigate you through the strategy of your own evolution? Stay here. Stay in this space and be self-centered. Know that you are not the problem. 